What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Guess what, Mango? What's that, Will? All right, so the other day you and I were talking about albums that we wanted to buy or like movies we wanted to watch as kids. But, you know, these were the ones that our parents weren't so sure about. They were a little <laughs> nervous about letting us have them. So I, I think my favorite was that you begged to go buy the DJ Jazzy Jeff and uh, Fresh Prince album with... Oh, um, yeah. What was it? It was Parents Just Don't Understand that was on parents it, Parents right? Just Don't Understand. They, really, they still don't, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's such a tame song. <laughs> I love that you had to beg for it. But like, I, I'm totally in the same boat because like my mom didn't let me watch Silver Spoons for some reason. <laughs> apparently, she didn't like the fact that like he would just cause all this trouble. And then it was resolved with like a, a sorry in the last two minutes or something. <laughs> That's pretty hilarious. Well, there was another one that was my begging and fine getting to be Bart Simpson for Halloween. I think this was fifth grade. It might have been sixth grade, but I know it was around there. But really? I'm sure I was one of millions of kids <laughs> running around in that same ridiculously heavy and pretty much suffocating rubber Bart mask saying things like, <laughs> don't have a cow, man, and eat my shorts and all the great Bart lines. That is so funny. I, I had no idea you were Bart Simpson for Halloween. I was. And- it, it is funny, like, how shocking Bart was when, in those early years. Like, like I remember some kid wore a shirt in, and I, I think it said, like, who the hell are you? And, and a teacher put masking tape over the, the hell part. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> yep. such a badass. <laughs> well, I mean, who knew that more than 25 years since then, The Simpsons would still be going so strong on TV? I mean, it's, of course, now the longest-running scripted primetime series in American history, currently in its 30th season, recently passing 650 episodes. So this puts it past Gunsmoke, which ran for, I think, 635, but it's just incredible. Yeah, you you know, I I saw this thing in Entertainment Weekly that said something about how, like, the Simpsons were so off-putting to America initially, Mm -hmm. and now they're one of the longest-going, like, church families, like, on TV. But uh, it it is funny to think that it spun off from the Tracy Ullman show, and it wasn't even the original idea that the producers of the Ullman show approached Matt Groening about, right? 
Yeah, no, they'd originally actually approached him about his Life in Hell comic strip, but, you know, he didn't want to have to give up the rights to that, or at least to the characters, Mm -hmm. and so he decided to come up with a new concept and a completely different cast of characters. And it's funny because most of them were based on and even named after the people in his own life, like mainly his family members. Well, I mean, it was a smart call to go in that direction. No kidding. Well, thinking about this spinoff made us want to revisit some of the most successful or maybe the most bizarre TV spinoffs in TV history. So that's exactly what we're doing today. Let's dive in. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Mangesh Hotticketer. And on the other side of the soundproof glass, not just wearing a Mork from Ork t-shirt, but fully dressed in the <laughs> costume that Mork always wore, that's our friend and producer, Tristan McNeil. You know, I always appreciated his commitment to these costumes, but it's pretty clear that the show was like from before his time, mm-hmm. and he's not seen an episode because like <laughs> everything he responds to is just nanu nanu. Which, uh, <laughs> is kind of ridiculous. Do you think he thinks that's that's all Mork said or what? I think so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Tristan's a busy guy, so I guess we'll cut him a little bit of slack now. And um, anyway, let's come back to the topic of Mork later because that's actually one of my facts for today. And today, of course, we're talking about TV spinoffs. Now, it's easy to think that this is a much more recent phenomenon, but we can actually look way back to like the 1950s when a show like The Honeymooners would spin off from a variety series called Cavalcade of Stars. And this is really one of the first big sitcoms in America. So spinoffs are definitely not a new thing. But anyway, where do you want to start? Well, I mean, why don't we talk about one of the most prolific spinoff machines in TV history, and that is Happy Days. Good start. You know, most people don't remember this, but uh, Happy Days itself was weirdly a spinoff. It was from a show in the late 60s and early 70s called Love American Style. So during the run of that show, the TV producer, Gary Marshall, had this idea for a sitcom about teenagers in the 1950s. And he made a pilot, he shopped it around, but unfortunately no one was biting. So he ended up selling the rights to the pilot to be an episode on Love American Style. And actually, two big things happened here. First off, George Lucas saw Ron Howard in this pilot, and he asked him to be in his film American Graffiti. And then ABC executives took notice. And, you know, when when you fast forward a couple of years with American Graffiti, the musical Grease had come out and like those both being such big hits, like it was clear that 50s nostalgia was this super sellable thing. So they went back to Gary Marshall and they said about that pilot, like we'd love to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's weird to think how different TV history would have been if Happy Days had never been on the air. Because, you know, as you had said before, so many shows spun off from it. I was actually looking at the list and I didn't even remember some of them, but there were at least five live action spinoffs and I think three cartoon series, all that spun off from Happy Days. Yeah, it's crazy. But I know I was setting you up to talk about Morgan Mindy, but I, I do feel like we should mention the first and most successful of the Happy Days spinoffs. Oh, that would be uh, Laverne and Shirley, right? Exactly, Laverne and Shirley. So Laverne, who was played by Penny Marshall, and Shirley, who was played by Cindy Williams, they they both showed up in the season three of Happy Days. 
as Friends of the Fonz. And uh, within just a year, they actually had their own show. It was a spinoff that was so successful that it hit the top of the charts and it often outperformed Happy Days during the run when both shows were on. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. The show actually lasted eight years, but there was also a weird animated spinoff from that that most people don't remember. It's called Laverne and Shirley in the Army, where, <laughs> as you might imagine, the duo enlists in the military. They serve under the command of a talking pig named Sergeant Squealy. And <laughs> shockingly, that show did not get a second season. <laughs> that is so weird. But actually, yeah. I don't know if it's weirder than Mork and Mindy. And, and thanks for the setup on this one. But, you know, the history of this one is one that many people may not remember or even know. And this can actually be traced back to the Dick Van Dyke show. So in this one episode, Dick Van Dyke's character is watching a sci-fi movie. And he then dreams that this alien named Kolak, I think it is, is trying to take over the Earth with walnuts or something like that. (laughs) And so here's where the Happy Days part comes in. So the director of that episode was a guy named Jerry Paris, who ended up directing several episodes of Happy Days years later. Well, one day, he's on the set... And Gary Marshall starts talking about his son and how he's obsessed with Star Wars and how he wishes there were more aliens on TV. And so this makes Paris remember the whole walnut aliens thing, and he decides to pitch a similar idea. And from that, Mork from Ork was born. That's really crazy. I do feel like we could do a whole show on uh, Happy Day spinoffs, but since we've only got nine facts here, I think we should talk about another one. So since I shared two of the first off the bat, like I, I feel like maybe you should take another stab at a, a fact here. Yeah, I, I think I'll go with another powerhouse spinoff machine, and that's, of course, All in the Family. Now, this legendary series about the Bunker family actually led to six spinoffs over its nine seasons. And a few of them were very successful. There's, of course, Maud and Good Times. And I thought about sharing some facts about that one. But you know, the biggest hit was obviously The Jeffersons. Debuted in 1975 and, of course, focused on the former neighbors of the bunkers, which were George and Louise Jefferson. So, you know, I had definitely watched The Jeffersons a little bit when I was a kid. But I remember seeing Sherman Helmsley on David Letterman and... You know, he's the guy who played George Jefferson, if if Mm -hmm. you're listening and weren't familiar with the show. But, you know, what I didn't realize was it was on the air for a really long time, right? Like they were talking about it and and it was a stunning amount of time that that show continued. Yeah, it was actually on longer than the show that inspired it. It was on for 11 seasons, 253 episodes. It's, It's actually second only to Tyler Perry's House of Pain in terms of the longest running American sitcom TV shows that have a majority African American cast. So it was huh. a pretty incredible run. And actually, interestingly, Sherman Helmsley's last acting job was on an episode of House of Pain. He appeared as George Jefferson on that episode. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, so I know we've talked a good bit about successful spinoffs of legendary shows, but there's actually one that I had totally forgotten about, or maybe I blocked it out because it was a colossal flop, and that is Golden Palace. Golden? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's the follow-up to Golden Girls, which really? uh, you know was one of our friend Adam's favorite shows. He loved mm-hmm. all the ladies, and I feel like he could give you words to live by from each of them. But uh, <laughs> that's right. If you remember, the show ended after seven seasons with B. Arthur's character Dorothy getting married and moving to Atlanta. So uh, the spinoff apparently followed Rose, Blanche, and Sophia as they moved to Miami. And then tried to run a really nice motel there. I I guess the gimmick was that they invested in this place. They uh, ended up having to get involved in the day-to-day work because things go wrong. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the show was not a success. It only lasted one season. 
It's so weird because I have no memory of that. But I, I do feel like if you're going to talk about spinoffs from the Golden Girls, you do have to talk about the one successful spinoff from the show. I know, Empty Nest. That's right. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> well, that show actually followed the lives of the girls' neighbors and also ran seven seasons. And all of the Golden Girls appeared multiple times on the show. But here's something I had no memory of. And this goes back to Golden Palace. But... That's that Don Cheadle was actually the manager of the hotel on that Golden Palace show. It's kind of a shame because he got typecast. He was later the hotel manager in uh, Hotel Rwanda, which (laughs) is totally different. Maybe Uh, that was his uh, training, right? To to be ready for that one. I think so. But uh, what what do you have next, Will? All right. Well, I wanted to talk about a show whose creative team actually didn't intend for it to be a spinoff. And this one sounds weird when you hear about it because it's Frasier, which seems like such an obvious one. But in fact, this was one of the many things about Dr. Frasier Crane that were not intended to be long term. So his first appearance was on Cheers in its third season. And he was really just meant to be this temporary character, but fans fell in love with him. And so by the fifth season, he was pretty much a regular cast member. So you fast forward to the creative team working on a show concept for Kelsey Grammer to kind of do as his next project. And they were worried about the show always being compared to Cheers. And so they actually didn't want to make the show about Frasier for that reason. And instead, they had this plan for him to play some sort of like magazine media mogul and he'd been paralyzed after some sort of accident. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a very different concept, but the studio wasn't having any of this idea and they insisted that the show be a spinoff. And you can actually still tell that this was scaring the creative team. So they did as much as they could to separate it. I mean, starting with moving the character all the way across the country to Seattle from Boston. But that said, most of the major cast members did appear on the show at some point during its 11 seasons. Well, Frasier was definitely one of the most successful spinoffs ever, but we've got two more facts to get to. Before we get to those, let's take a quick break. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Part-Time Genius, where we're talking about TV spinoffs. Okay, Will, what is your last fact of the day going to be? All right, well, I started with one animated series that made parents uncomfortable, and I think I'll end with another one that made them even more uncomfortable. And I've talked, of course, (laughs) about Beavis and Butthead, which I spent many middle school hours watching and thinking (laughs) was just hilarious. And I actually never forget going to the movie that they eventually did. And, and, And just as the lights were getting darker after the previews, kind of indicating the movie was about to start, it seemed like the entire crowd immediately went into their best Beavis and Butthead impressions. It was just oh. such a <laughs> weird experience. That sounds like incredible for the time and like a nightmare as well. Yeah, it was exactly both of those. But what a lot of people don't remember is that Beavis and Butthead was actually a spinoff in itself. So it came out of this anthology show called Liquid Television, which featured all these different animated segments. And it was also on MTV and, you know, was by far the most successful creation to come from that series. So it was eventually spun off as its own thing. And it was such a stupid, but, you know, I have to say wonderful show running for (laughs) eight seasons. But of course, it spun off another show. Daria? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, Daria actually wasn't part of the original Liquid Television series. I mean, she was actually added to Beavis and Butthead at the request of MTV. And this is because they wanted kind of more of a female presence on the show. Sure. So as Mike Judge explained, he created a character that was kind of this mix of Darlene from Roseanne, which you can definitely see, but also a high school girlfriend of his. And and the name Daria came from someone he knew in high school, apparently somebody that he used to call Diarrhea, which sounds about right when you think about (laughs) Beavis and Butthead. Also a reminder of how hard horrible high school students can be. But anyway, it's uh, Mega, what, what's your last fact of the day? Well, uh, I, I think I'm going to end the show with a show that wasn't really a spinoff, but could have been considered a spinoff maybe for, for like a weird and funny reason. And this is the relationship of The Office to Parks and Rec. So if you go back to the peak of The Office's popularity, NBC asked the showrunner Greg Daniels and, and the writer Michael Shore for some spinoff ideas. And they'd actually already been kind of hatching on this. Like, at first, there was the possibility of a show with Jim and Pam. But then, of course, they didn't want to take their two most popular characters off the show. And and, uh, they also thought about Dwight and his family Beat Farm, which... (laughs) I would have loved. I, yeah. I would have watched that show. They actually did make an episode about exactly that a few years later, but it never turned into a spinoff. But ultimately, Daniels and Sure decided they would go and do just a totally different mockumentary. One thing I loved is that there was actually this idea of how to connect the two shows. And it was the idea of this writer, Paul Lieberston, who plays um, Toby on The Office. Mm-hmm. But here's how TV Guide described it. Quote, On The Office, a copy machine breaks, and throughout the episode, a repairman tries to fix it. At the end of the episode, the machine is loaded on a truck and refurbished in a warehouse. Then the copier is loaded onto another truck and taken to Pawnee, Indiana, where (laughs) it's dropped off in the Parks and Rec office. So in a twist on spinoff traditions, the character spun off would have been the copy machine. But uh, (laughs) producers briefly considered the idea, but ultimately Parks and Rec was its own creation. (laughs) That is hilarious. I mean, I'm not sure why they wouldn't just go with this idea, but but I I love that. Anyway, it takes a lot of guts to talk about a spinoff that's not really a spinoff and even close the show with (laughs) it mango so for just that bravery i'm going to give you the trophy today 
And I mean, I know that we have a thing for coffee machines. Back in Metal Floss, our machine was called Sade because she was such a smooth operator. But (laughs) (laughs) I'll happily grab the trophy this week. Anyway, there are so many great and weird spinoffs out there from, uh, you know, the Perfect Strangers Family Matters connection to the MASH follow-up, which was called After MASH. (laughs) But if you've got a terrible favorite spinoff, Tell us all about it at parttimegenius at howstuffworks.com. We'd love to talk about it. And from Tristan, Gabe, Will, and me, thank you so much for listening. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.